You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And, of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And I'm so excited that you are joining me today from all over the world. And I can truly say with all of the faith that's on the inside of me that I believe that the Spirit of God has attracted you here. And as I say every week, I'm declaring and decreeing that your life will never, ever be the same again. Well, I hope that you are having a great day. It is certainly a beautiful, sunny day here uh, in the ATL, also known as Atlanta, Georgia. Have a great show for you today. I'm excited about it. It's going to be in two parts. In part one, I have a listener, and he's he is he's an attorney. He's going to be sharing how he used the law of attraction, how he um, tapped into the universal laws to really start his own law firm, and now he's hiring others. And anybody who wants to change careers or you're You've been furloughed or you're looking for something different. This is a powerful testimony. And in part two, I'm going to be teaching you on the power of persistence and never giving up or how to make it through tough times. You guys know I'm going to give you specific principles and how-tos that you can begin to use today to move through these times. You know, I heard somebody say the only thing certain is uncertainty. And so during these times, you're going to have to be and do something different. And uh, that's what the teaching is about today. Well, make sure that you uh, follow me on my social media platforms. Instagram is LOA Constance and Facebook is Coach with Constance every Monday and every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am going Facebook Live. You can tune in. It's probably for about 15 minutes. Uh, 15 to 20 minutes, and I'm going to give you the motivation and really the instruction for that day or to get your day going. And my Facebook handle is Coach with Constance. So join me. And if it's too early for you, if you're on the West Coast and that's just too early for you, then you can always go and watch the replay. Also, visit me on my YouTube channel and subscribe. Hit that powerful notification button, and every time I upload a video or an audio, you will be notified. And lastly, visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And while you're on the website, take a look at my two books, Secrets of Success, or how to attract genuine love. Both of those books come out of my 25 years of counseling and coaching, and uh, they're both very powerful and bestsellers. Also, watch some of my videos. Um, 
of clients who I have coaching or I, I am coaching and just watch and read their powerful testimonies. I, I was on my website again the other day and I looked at the testimonies myself and I was utterly amazed and excited for what's happening in the lives of people. And lastly, uh, if this show is blessing you, if it's shifting, transforming, and changing your life, I'm going to thank you in advance for your donation. Uh, when you donate, you're really paying it forward. I had a young lady donate uh, some money last week, and someone else paid it forward for somebody else. And I always say giving, and it doesn't always have to be money, but it does include money is one of the quickest ways to put you in that law of circulation and get things moving for you. I can't explain it, but I just know that it works. So hit that red donate button, or you can cash at me at dollar sign, Constance Arnold, no space. So let's listen to this powerful testimony, and I want you to be blessed and inspired. Hey guys, we're in for a treat. Uh, I want you to hear this powerful uh, testimony from one of my clients uh, who decided to start his own business. He is uh, attorney Kevin Crayon, and uh, we coached some years back, and I'm going to let him share his own story about coaching with me and his powerful new life. He's a bowler, y'all. And uh, and his new business, and just kind of some steps that he took to move from where he was to where he desired to be. So, Attorney Kevin Crayon, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thank you, Constance, and it's <laughs> always a pleasure. I appreciate you having me on. Well, I'm just going to let you roll with it. You came to me some years back. You were an attorney. You were working with some more attorneys, but you had this vision on the inside of you. Share with listeners what that was and how you moved from where you were then to where you are now. Sure, I could give you all the, you know, the nutshell of what it was because it even went back further with, with me and Constance. Uh, I started listening to, you know, uh, I started listening to you from 2011 to 2012 when I was a struggling uh, legal assistant. Wow. Only making 20 something, 30 something thousand a year. You know, I had kids. I was going to law school at night. So I was, gr- you know, I was grinding. Um, and, you know, I would always visualize, you know, on my way home from work, which was a long commute from Buckhead or, or Atlanta. And, um, you know, I would be just visual. I'd be listening to your podcast. Um, and it was like a gold mine, you know. The podcasts are like, it's just golden nuggets, you know. Um, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a lone wolf, but, you know, even a lone wolf needs a coach, you know. And it's different from just, like, therapy, you know, with you because, you know, you've got, you got all of that, you know, you've got the therapy credentials and all that, but, you know, levels above that, too, with the spiritual, you know, the law of attraction, and um, so we set some stuff up, and, um, you know, we did it on a budget, too, you know, which was good, because back then I didn't have money like that, you know, Um, and you were doing Skype, 
Willie before it was a thing. I mean, yeah. like everything the way it is now with COVID, you know, it's become an accepted thing. You know, I'm doing all these virtual trials now, um, but I'm thinking like Constance been doing that since, since you know, back in the day, you know, and it worked <laughs> just fine, you know. And I modeled my business after that, to be real. I mean, I, I made myself more and more accessible to people through virtual formats and, and working with people on their budget the same way you did. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of modeled myself after that. And long story short, I finally, um, you know, I had gotten fired from my paralegal job because they didn't like the fact that I was trying to, because I became an attorney. I, you know, look, I got, I passed the bar. But, you know, that didn't make me an attorney. You know, I wasn't a practicing attorney. I was trying to, you know, get a little stuff on the side, and it just wasn't working. I was at this paralegal job, and, you know, I'm putting in applications for attorneys. I mean, I must have did that for a month and a half, you know, just on the war path. Um, eventually, my job was like, look, you know, you ain't got no job here as an attorney, and, uh, you know, you're out. You know, we, we just found one of your business cards, <laughs> you know, and you're trying to be an attorney when you're really a paralegal. So that was on a Friday. I ended up getting my next attorney job on a Monday after uh-huh. talking to you. You know, we talked that Friday. And it's amazing because I had been putting in applications from, I mean, a long time. It wasn't until, I, you know, that job, the, the bridge was burnt. You know, and I, I still had to make my, my bills, too. I, I couldn't miss a beat, you know. Um, so, you know, we talked on that Friday, and, and it was like, look, when, I'm not watching TV. I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm just 100% focused on, on, on getting the next opportunity. And on Monday morning, I dressed up like an attorney early. <laughs> you know, I went downtown. You know, I went to the courthouses, you know, walking around as if I'm a, a working attorney. And I had a little index card that said, I am a working attorney now. Mm. And uh, out of the blue, um, an attorney who I used to work with from back in the day, you know, years ago, just texted me out of the blue and said, hey, can you do some contract work and can you do it now? I got something that you can do right now, meet some clients and sign some paperwork. I was like, yeah. And so, so you know, I'm on my way to her and I pull out that index card and it says, I am a working attorney. And it's like, well, that, that's true now, you know. And, and then an application that I had put in just that morning, you know, when I got up early, dressed in my attorney suit, and I put in some applications. One of those jobs called me back. I, it was hot off the press. And, and long story short, by the end of the week, that job was mine. And so, you know, and so that was a certain amount of success at that point, you know, because it's like, okay, great. That was the law of attraction. But then, you know, look, that was never the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal was always for me to be on my own, to have my own practice. I mean, it was a burning desire, you know, the thought of me having my own firm and being my own boss, especially after dealing with, you know, bosses and hostile work environments and all that. You know, I just kind of wanted to do things my way. And, you know, I, you know, so I was working as a lawyer, and I wasn't happy, Um you know, it was long hours, so I had to show up to the office. But on my way to the office, I would listen to you on the podcast. And, you know, we still kept in touch, you know, mm-hmm. and I would tell you about what I wanted to do. Uh, and that gave me that boost, you know, and I would I would, I would, would make my own affirmations, too, in, in, in a song format and just be jamming on my way to work. Like, yeah, I got I to 
I got my own law firm, you know, I have lots and lots of clients, you know, and, and, and I would do that. <clears throat> Long story short, I did step out on my own. Um, I had about eight clients um, who came with me without hesitation. Uh, and I never looked back, you know, eight clients turned into 60 active clients at any given time mm. today. Um, and really the business, is, it, it, it's run on the law of attraction. I mean, I haven't advertised in years. Um, I've got YouTube videos with content. You know, I don't have any advertisements or anything like that. It's just content that explains how to do certain things. And I had no idea. I mean, I only created those videos really to help my current clients, you know, so I didn't have to re-explain stuff all, you know, over and over. And it had the unintended consequence of, you know, I get three to five new phone calls, you know, from people all over the nation. You know, I'm a national attorney, federal, and wow. so I, I get calls from people all over the nation, and that's my market. And so... You know, and they say, hey, I see you on YouTube. I'm, I've been watching you on YouTube for two or three months. You know, I've been trying to struggle to do it myself using your little tips and stuff, but now I really need you, you know. And, and, you know, it's great. I mean, I couldn't have asked for any, everything that I visualized when I was, you know, back when you and I used to talk about it and I used to be on my way to work thinking, hey, I got lots of clients. I'm running my own firm. I, you know, I could do my business anywhere from a laptop. I don't necessarily need an office. Um, you know, that type of thing, you know, all of that came true. Um, I want to make, you know, multiple six figures, you know, in a year, been there, done that five years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so it's like, I went from 20 something, you know, 30 something a year, um, to, to, you know, over 200 a year really, uh, with low overhead and, and so it's a lot of profit. And then, um, and that's from me working on my own, you know, when I was, when I was working as an attorney at a firm, you know, they wanted to lock me down. They wanted to say, you can't practice on the side. You can't even take cases on the side. You know, if your, your cousin gets in trouble or something, you can't even take her case. And I, and I was like, man, this ain't going to work, man. You know, and, um, you know, the money still wasn't all that, you know, and nothing was guaranteed. A lot of people might think, oh, because you're a lawyer, of course you're making money. You know, you're a lawyer, you know, I can't relate to that, but, that, that ain't true. I mean, nothing was guaranteed for me at all. I mean, there was no, I had no job prospects when I was fired as a paralegal. I was in the worst market for attorneys, you know, since attorneys have been attorneys. <laughs> you know, it was just mm -hmm. the worst market. And, and, and even before I left on my own, my boss sat down with me and said, you'll never be able to make it on your own and, wow. and have the lifestyle that you're living and, 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 and you'll, you know, it's, I had to struggle for years, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I just had people in my ear telling me that. But against all those odds, I don't know, you had told me something on a podcast. I mean, not, not on a podcast, on a, on a coaching session. You and Pete Adams, you know, you, you had introduced me to Pete Adams, which is a superstar. Absolutely. Um, you know. And I was very blessed, you know, you, you know, I got a session with him and he, he, you and him both said the same thing. Like, Hey, if you feel that in your spirit, like you need to beat to your own drum, you know, you feel, you know, that's what you need to do, you know? And it was the scariest moment when I, when I stepped out on my own. Um, but you know, I had somebody like you to kind of go back to and say, Hey, you know, <laughs> I did this, you know, and, and you know, it, it got me through that period, you know, and as things would come up, 
you know, in the business, because this is a very stressful business, you know, I felt like, hey, I can call, you know, I had somebody to kind of say, hey, here's what my goals are, and here's the next level, here's some of the challenges I'm, I'm having, you know, just in terms of, you know, dealing with interactions with people, you know, yada, 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 and, and all of that, you know, it really helped me. And, um, you know, so, you know, I know that we kind of dropped off for a little bit because, you know, I got my boost. I never stopped being a fan, you know, and I always mm-hmm. use a little something. To, you know, I like to donate because I think, hey. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's like, hey, you know, when and I encourage everybody, you know, to drop something, you know, because that, that's my tithing, really, you know. And, you know, when I hear something, you know, I hear you, you know, doing something and you really rock it and really crush it. And I'm like, man, you know, you need to, you know, like that right there needs to go in the in, in the vault, you know. But <laughs> I mean, I hear something and I just feel compelled, you know, um, you know, to share it with people or tell people about it. And and then, you know, I start my I start my mornings off positive too, you know, by listening to your podcast. I listen to a couple other uh, Law of Attraction Network type of podcasts. And, 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 you know, it starts my morning off right, too, because I don't always wake up in the morning, you know, uh, remembering to be positive. You know? <laughs> oh, that makes two <laughs> of us, Kev. That makes two. But, but you know, what you did was I just want to uh, um, unpack it a little bit. You know, I recognize in him because, you know, one of my degrees is business. I told somebody I'm two-sided. I'm coaching, but then the other part of me is business. You know, I talk business. I get that. But what I saw in Kevin was he was rogue. He was a visionary. He was an out-of-the-box thinker. So I knew that him working for somebody just wasn't going to work. Secondly, I saw his dedication to the law of attraction. Every day he do his affirmations. Every day he visualized. He was very disciplined with universal principles every day. He didn't one day say, well, I'm going to do it, but then ain't nothing happening, you know. And then I felt that, see, I'm just hearing this whole story for the first time. I didn't know all of that unfolded. And and even the, the day that you had your index card and you said, I'm a working paid attorney. He was calling in and affirming what he wanted, even though his circumstances didn't look like he had any money. And so that's why in coaching you, I knew that I could push you. Now, I wouldn't do that with everybody. I knew it was in your heart. I, I knew that you had a vision for it. You had a burning desire, and you were willing to do the work. And here you are now. You are a baller. I tell you what, I'm gonna to have to meet you for lunch one day, and I mean you're hey, living your me. okay, okay, <laughs> and you know, and you're living your dream. And as a matter of fact, I think I have called you or referred a couple of people to you, and I'm just so happy for yep. you. But I wanted you to come on and share with listeners because anybody who's willing to go inside and do the work, they can really live their dream. That's right. That's right. And I, and I appreciate it, you know, because, uh, again, I'm a lone wolf type, you know, even even now, you know, um, you know, I'm still a solo, um, but, I, you know, I hire a lot of uh, contract labor and, you know, i got a full-time receptionist, but, you know, I'm still kind of, you know, lone wolf, you know, and, and, and but, but even somebody like me, you know, you realize, man, 
gotta have somebody you can reach out to. Cause look, the people who you meet on a day to day basis ain't necessarily gonna be, um, on the same mindset. You know, everybody's kinda like the normal mindset, you know. So when you have bigger dreams and goals and then you have other people saying, well, you know, look at the marketplace. Or mm-hmm. I mean, like, if I had paid attention, like, I would literally throw away any magazines I got or articles where it's like, oh, the worst lawyer market ever, you know, uh, uh, unemployed attorneys, you know, and, and, and low job prospects and, and anything like that. I would just turn a blind eye to all that and, um, and say, well, that ain't going to be my reality. Um, and But, it, you know, I needed somebody to make it real because to make it like where it's not just fantasy, you know, you got to be able to share that with somebody and somebody who understands, you know, somebody who's already levels above you, which you were and always still will be, um, you know, somebody who's already levels above you and you share it with them and they get it, you know, because you can't always tell the auntie and the uncle and the brother, you know, your bigger vision, you know, so, I felt like that was extremely helpful um, for me. And, and I'm not the type who needs, you know, constant, um, you know, coaching constantly. I mean, that's why I like how you work with me. You got different packages. Uh, I'm about to jump on one of these packages before you raise your price at the end of the week. <laughs> I'm about to I'm buy a bigger package, too, now that I can afford it. Um, yeah. So, you know. I'm going to be dropping that on you before the end of the week. And, um, you know, because I'm ready to get back. I got bigger goals now. I got bigger dreams. You know, it used to be so crystal clear what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to be a lawyer. You know, I want to have my own practice, you know. But now that I've done that, it's a little fuzzier, you know, like with the, you know, I, I got ideas for the next level. I've written down goals. I've got it concrete, but it's not so cut and dry and, you know, I, I feel like now I'm ready to get to that, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get into the Millionaires Club. And Absolutely. I can only do that. Yeah, I can only do that if I have somebody like you, you know, that I can talk to who really gets it, you know. Um, who's living so that, it, by the grace of God, who's, who's, living li- who's living it. And, 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 you know, a lot of my business people, I may coach with them once a month because they're busy. You know what I mean? They're busy and, uh, you know, checking in and giving them strategies. And if they need to text me, you know, they can. But I am so happy for you. And so so what does it feel like to be a baller, Kevin? That's what I want to know. You know well, what does that feel like? I know a couple of years ago you bought this fancy car. So so are you <laughs> and you sent yeah, me a picture. Okay. And, um, uh, you know, it just feels good because, you know, again, when I was struggling through law school, uh, you know, again, and I wasn't just one of these law, I wasn't a traditional law school student who just, mm-hmm. you know, parents are paying for stuff and, you know, I'm, I'm not working. I mean, I was working full time supporting my kids and going to law school at night. Wow. Um, and I had a little beat up car, you know, and it was always embarrassing. I just couldn't, you know, I used to visualize having a BMW, like a lawyer car, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, none of this was guaranteed to me, none of it. You know, and um, just had to be all faith. Now, what I can say is that when I went out on my own, my money problems disappeared. Um, that feels good. Um, you know, I'm still not in the millionaires club yet, but I, I don't have financial concerns, you know, and, and it's good for the family. I, I love, you know, being able to buy experiences. You know, we go out on vacation and wow. money's not an issue anymore. You know, we can do what we want. You know, just uh, just 
being able to have the experiences. I'm not very materialistic, you know, but I, I like I like you know being able to have money for you know doing the things we want to do and, and things like that, and and having the resources um, to help others, you know, when, when when that time comes, you know, that if somebody needs something, you know, I can, I, you know, I got the resources now, and you know, I'm, I'm still, you know. <laughs> You know, n- nobody I don't think ever arrives completely, but you know, no. so I, you know, I still feel like you know, um, even though I accomplished everything I visualized at that time, you know, now now I've got some other stuff on the horizon, and you know, I'm going to need you know to pull out the big guns with you again and um, keep me on track, you know, to make sure that I'm doing what needs to do, you know, to, to get to that next level. Um, but I appreciate it, you know, that, yeah. you know, again, my mom's problems disappeared and, and, uh, you know, that's thanks in part to you. And even today when I'm feeling down or something, um, you know, I, I listen to those podcasts. Mm. You're making my day today. Wow. That's, that's really wonderful. And I wanted you to share your testimony because God is no respect of person. Universal laws will work for anybody. The law of attraction will work for anybody. But you see how diligent Kevin is. He's always listening. And I love that he made up a little rap song when he was driving home. You know, I don't know what it was. Uh, was it a rap song for his affirmations? Yeah, I made a whole lot of freestyles. <laughs> I would make freestyles to these little instrumentals, and, you know, it would always be law of attraction stuff, so it was like, I couldn't really share it with the world, because I don't know how much, any you know, anybody else wants to hear a rap song about me starting my own law firm, but yeah. sounded good to me, because mm-hmm. uh, it's what I wanted, and, um, you know, I would listen to that, because, you know, in the morning, I'd be kind of, you know, down a little bit, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm a lawyer now, but I still got to commute to work, you know, I still got to deal with the, you know, some of, it was a very negative atmosphere, I mean, you know, litigation firm um and you know so i had to listen to that to keep me sane on the way to work on the way back you know and and just visualizing it i mean i had lots of tracks actually you know i got a well-run law firm that was one of mine another one i got lots and lots of good paying clients you know and Mm -hmm. that was another one you know um and i'm making x amount per you know i would actually say the dollar figure you know Mm -hmm. making at least you know this amount per month and when I look back at those recordings, I'm like, wow, like I was prophesying, you prophesying were. or something. You, you, you were <laughs> prophesying. You were, the Bible says, calling those things that be not as they, though they are. We know that music has a different vibration. So when you were doing your little rapping or whatever you call it, you know, that was getting deeper into your subconscious. So in spite of your outward circumstances of things looking like it ain't changing, you were getting into the vibration or the flow of it's mine, it's done, I have it now. That's exactly what you did. I I, I never knew this whole story, so I'm I'm quite uh, really amazed at it. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. And everybody, y'all can visit my website at Fulfilling. Uh, yourpurpose.com and take a look at my coaching packages and uh, I am so happy for you Kevin well thanks Constance and thank you for doing what you do thank you on a consistent basis and I'm going to take you up on that lunch (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) everybody stay tuned I'm going to be right back 
Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Okay, everybody, I am back. And wasn't that a powerful uh, testimony from attorney Kevin Crayon? Wow, I hope that that encouraged you. You know, God is no respect of person. So I'm going to be teaching you on persistence and never giving up or how to keep moving through tough times or persistence when it looks like nothing is happening. So the first thing I want to say to you is because of the times that we are living in, we all are experiencing something. And maybe what I'm feeling and going through might not be what you're going through, but let me just acknowledge that up front. So I want everybody to know I'm not downplaying anything that anybody is experiencing. Uh, I have a friend right now whose daughter is going through chemotherapy. And uh, it's difficult for her because of what the doctors are saying. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And so I want to give you some hope and some how-tos, some things that you can do. How can you be persistent and not want to give up? Man, do I know what it's like to want to give up. Um, And then I'm going to share with you some success stories of other folk, etc. So everybody ready? Open up your heart, open up your spirit, and just ask the spirit to really show you. Now, my voice is a little raspy, (coughs) so I have my water right here. So these are just some general quotes. Uh, Thomas Edison said that the most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Isn't that that's isn't that great? And Babe Ruth said, "There's no failure except in no longer trying," and that you cannot beat the person who won't give up. So good. Confucius said, it does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. And then Conrad Hilton, who is the founder of the Hilton Hotel, said successful men and women keep moving. They make mistakes, but they don't quit. You know, I can remember when I started my business 25 years ago. 
I mean, I knew that I was called to be a speaker and to train people. <clears throat> and so, so as most of you know, I started with counseling, therapy groups, support groups. Then I started training other therapists. And I just knew that I was supposed to be on the platforms. I sent out, uh, y'all, that was when, you know, you send out packets to people. I, I did all kind of pro bono speaking training. You name it, I would do it. Uh, you guys have heard the funny story about back then this one church called me to speak. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to go and speak. But I sure do hope they give me a great honorarium so that I can put some gas in my car and make it back home. And the lady came to me and said, Sister Arnold, you did such a great job. Now, you know, we are a small church and we don't have a lot of money, but here's a pound cake. I looked at that pound cake. I wanted to say, lady, I need some money. But, you know, I, I made it back home. So I was frustrated. God, what is happening? I've been trying year after year after year. So so I know what it's like to want to give up. And I'm going to share you what, hap what, what happened later on in the teaching because I'm going to really talk about the timing of the spirit. So this is what Henry Ford did. He failed and it left him broke. Five times before he founded the Ford Motor Company. Now, y'all, how many of y'all would have kept going? I don't know if I would have or not. You know, Walt Disney, he went bankrupt and he failed at several businesses. He was fired from a newspaper because the newspaper said that he lacked imagination and good ideas. I mean, are they kidding? We're talking about Walt Disney? Okay, Albert Einstein, when he was a, a child, he was thought to be mentally handicapped before changing the face of modern physics and winning the Nobel Peace Prize. And it took Thomas Edison 1,000, everybody say 1,000, 1,000 attempts before inventing the light bulb. His teachers told him when he was a child growing up that he was too stupid to learn anything. So how many of you would have kept going after 1,000 tries? How many of you have tried anything 1,000 times, but you kept going? I can truly say that I have not. Vincent Van Gogh, which I love his paintings, sold only one painting in his lifetime though today his works are priceless. Michael Jordan, the famous basketball player, was told in high school that he just wasn't good enough. And, you know, Jack Canfield, he, he shared this story on my show that I think he had to go to almost over 100 publishers before he got a yes. So possibly many of you have tried and and I don't like the word fail, but it just didn't happen. There's just something else that you need to know or do differently. So we're talking about perseverance or being persistent and how powerful that is in anything you want to do. 
And then lastly, R.J. Rowland, y'all know she wrote Harry Potter. She was penniless, very depressed. She was divorced, a single mom, and she went to school while she was writing Harry Potter. She was on government assistance. And here she now is one of the richest women in the world because of hard work and persistence. And and so I said I was going to finish my story, but I just kept going year after year after year. And what I realized was that God was doing something deep in me. And I'm going to talk later on about timing, especially in business and career. Now, in other areas, I'm going to address that too, but the timing wasn't right. You see, right now, during this pandemic time, the timing for some of you all in business is really ripe. If you're in transportation, if you're in uh, the medical field, uh, you know, if, if you're in the certain food delivery industries, And so sometimes you have to really realign your business or your career based on, you know, real time what's happening. But when the timing was right, I got my first six figure contract. All right. So let's talk about these principles of Constance. How can I keep going? You know, times are really tough for me. I'm depressed because I haven't met anybody Uh, I have gained so much weight. I'm sick. I just went through a divorce. I need more money. What are some things that you can do? Now, you can't control everything, but I'm going to give you some principles. First of all, I want to say that the vibration of trying and feeling like you haven't been successful is big. That's why I said, I don't know if I could have been Thomas Edison or not. And I believe that the first thing that you have to realize is that you have been in the vibration of why hasn't this been happening? I'm feeling frustrated, etc. I was talking to somebody this week who's really looking uh, for love and has been for a while and she felt hopeless. Well, I'm online again, but uh, why hasn't it happened before? Uh, I'm feeling frustrated about it. How am I going to meet somebody? Well, I know some folk that met somebody during quarantine. They've been virtually dating and now it's on. And so you got to acknowledge that that frustration of every diet I try doesn't work or I failed in five businesses or or I feel stuck in my career. I mean, you have to acknowledge how big the vibration is. Okay. So you've been living in that, feeling that. I call it thinking feelingly. So I remember that Michael Logier came on my show. He wrote The Law of Attraction. And he talked about most people are talking, thinking, and feeling about what they don't want. And so when you have been trying for a while and hasn't anything happened, I got a question for you. Do you feel like right now in whatever area you may be really dealing with that you're thinking more about what you don't want? I don't have the money. I don't know how I'm going to advance in my career. I don't have a job. I don't have love. 
So that's the first thing to acknowledge that the vibration of focusing in on what you don't want is big, but you can switch and change that. All right. Simply by thinking on what you want. And I'm going to get to that next thing. You know, sometimes when things just are not working out, possibly the spirit is telling you. It's time to do something different. I want you to think another way. I always say endings are not necessarily bad. Sometimes endings can lead you to to something greater beyond your wildest dreams. So are you open to accepting and thinking about possibly this hasn't happened or possibly this is ending because the spirit has something deeper for me? And so, you know, I know it's not easy. Uh, Somebody says sometimes the phoenix has to burn so it can rise again. So if you're unemployed right now, I'm not saying that that's easy. But could you begin to be persistent in your thinking and begin to believe just a little bit? Maybe there's something bigger for me. Maybe if that relationship ended, can you begin to think and believe persistently? You know, maybe once I go through my emotional healing, possibly there is love for me. Can y'all see the difference? So so we're talking about being persistent and that whenever something ends, can you change the lens of your thinking to begin to think there's something bigger and better for me? I don't know how. I don't know when, but that's what I believe. You know, the other day I just kept thinking about Something good can manifest in my life at any moment. Today, God wants to indulge me with his love and affection. I just kept thinking that something good can happen in my life at any moment. Everybody see that. Okay, so if things haven't happened for you or if there's been a big shift, now is the time to to look at the patterns in your life you know, of what you need to change. I know when I was starting my business, I needed to learn to be more organized. I needed to learn how to be more strategic. And certainly I understand those are things that you learn while you're in the midst of business. Could it be if you're looking for love, uh, do you need to learn how to love yourself first? You know, a lot of people are wanting something from someone else before they even love themselves. So could it be that if you began to do the inner work on the inside of you of why that relationship did end, can something greater be on the other side of your new way of thinking? I think that when you're going through a tough time, you got to focus in on what you can control. You know, some things that you cannot control. And so since you are spending your energy, make sure that you are spending your energy only on what you desire. I believe that if you're in a difficult place, that there is a place for you to express your emotions. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling uncertain. Uh, I, I told somebody this week, we need to learn to we need to learn to embrace our uncertainty. Because really, right now, uncertainty is the only certainty. I think I just made up that word. 
Everybody understand that. And so talk to somebody, talk to a therapist, talk to a friend so that you can release those emotions so that you can begin to make room for the new. And, and, and it's hard um, uh, to begin to see loss, what we consider to be loss, as a game. <clears throat> How do you need to change in this situation? What do you need to do differently? You know, how can you shift your your daily patterns, etc.? You know, I just believe that during this time that the spirit is really setting us up for something big. So that might mean you might, might need to become more disciplined. You might need to learn to make up your bed every day. Somebody said that's the first step of being organized and being disciplined. You might need to learn how to forgive and release. You know, when you forgive and release, you're making room for more creativity, being innovative. Everybody see that? So you're making room for all of the new stuff you want to create so you can keep moving. I'm not saying that it's easy because it's not. But but sometimes in my life, what I would do is just put one foot in front of the other. I remember when I went through a difficult time. You know, I don't cry much, but when I cry, y'all, that means something is happening. So I was it was so hard and, and I just cried myself to sleep. But when I woke up the next day, for me, there's something very cleansing about crying. I put my feet on the floor and I said, God, empower me just to take my next step. Everybody see that? And so I think you also have to remember during tough times that your your future is not governed by your past. Are you giving more thinking to your past and what is rather than your future? And I'm going to teach you how to do that. And you almost have to reframe your thinking around failure. I put something on uh, Facebook this week or on Instagram or on both of those platforms that says that um, you got to reframe your thinking around failures. Failure, failures are not mistakes. They are only lessons. So, so, so maybe you didn't make the greatest choices. I know I've been there. And maybe you are where you are today because of your own choices. God forgives you. Forgive yourself. Don't be governed by your past and begin thinking differently. So let me give you about 10 things. Oh, I hope I have time that you can begin to do to remain a persistent and diligent during a difficult time. Everybody ready? First thing, yeah, I know I'm going to say this. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying the place that you're in is easy. All change begins with your thinking. So the first thing that you need to do is align your thoughts and feelings with your dream and our intention. 
And we know that your thoughts and feelings would always precede your manifestation. So you got to be honest with yourself. As I said earlier, what have you been thinking about most of the time during this difficult time? Have you been thinking about what you don't have, what you wish you had, what was, what is, or are you beginning to align your thoughts and your feelings? I call it thinking feelingly. Only what you desire. So if you're a small business owner and things are not working out, hey, I feel you. I pray for small businesses every time I pass by them and bless them. So maybe you can begin to pray and begin to think about God's going to download what my next step should be. Uh, etc. I'm going to talk about brainstorming later on. So the first thing is to align your thinking feelingly with only what you desire. Uh, If you desire a relationship and you're just like, things never work out for me and you're feeling hopeless and sad, is that what you want? Or can you begin to align your thinking and your feelings with what you desire during the difficult time? You've got to really move in and think from. So during these difficult times, you have to master your attention. You got to choose. I refuse to think about lack. I'm going to think about what I want, what I desire rather, while I'm taking these action steps over here. Okay, y'all hold on to your chair. Now put your seatbelt on. You cannot manifest a new reality if you don't have the consciousness of it. You cannot manifest in reality what you do not hold in consciousness. I could teach on that all day. So if you're not holding abundance, new beginning, new career, you don't have to know how. I go to my social media. I posted a powerful video on the law of detachment, detaching from the how. So you cannot manifest in reality love what you do not hold in consciousness. You cannot manifest in reality money what you do not hold in consciousness. And what is consciousness? Your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, which over time will really direct your behavior. That's powerful. So that means that... During tough times, you're going to think on good things, on lovely things, on on powerful things. Okay, another thing that you can do is begin to persist or live in the state of that in your imagination that is already happened. How can you do that? You can write down, I'm so happy and grateful for my new job. I'm so happy and grateful for my new clients and the new expansion of my business, etc. So you are daring to persist. We're talking about perseverance in the state. The state is your consciousness. You're going to live there. You're going to think about it. You're going to talk about it. You're going to write about it. You're going to feel about it. Because we know that whatever you possess in consciousness is what's going to manifest in your life. And really, when you persist in the consciousness of what you desire, it's going to harden into fact and manifestation. Ooh, this is so good. I'm going to listen to it myself. 
And so while you're living in this state and changing your thinking, you're asking the spirit, what do I need to change? What do I need to shift? What new way of thinking do I need to adopt? What pathway do I need to to uh, walk down, etc.? I believe that in order to remain persistent during tough times, you need to ask for help. If you have an intention, you know, you need to brainstorm with somebody, join a free mastermind. Who are the people that can help and support you with your dream and or intention? Uh, what resource, what, what people do you know that you can reach out to? There's all kind of free stuff available to you. You might could talk to a friend. You could brainstorm with somebody. You could shadow someone. I know we're in quarantine, but you can shadow someone who's doing what you want to do. Brainstorming and coaching is so important. That's why when Kevin came to me, I saw what was in him and I said, go for it. That's why sometimes when I'm talking to James Powers, he sees what is in me and he says, go for it. So when you have a coach, we're your cheerleader. We're there to support you and to really help you to be accountable. And so you need that during these times and even during regular times, baby, nobody makes it alone. So another way to really be persistent and move through tough times is to ask for help. Reach out to people. Let people know what's going on. When you're isolated, you're setting yourself up for depression and sadness. Everybody feel me? So you've got to find your own dream team. Who can help you? Who can support you? Who has a listening ear? Who's been where you've been? Talk to somebody who's already lost 60 pounds. What did they do? Look on YouTube at someone else. You know, read biographies. You're standing on the shoulders of other people who've been there and done that. All right. Another way that you can really be persistent is to focus on your journey and not the destination. Be happy and joyful and celebrate your next step. Remember the day I told you that I broke down and start crying? What kept me being persistent? I celebrate the next step. Well, I was able to do this or I was able to do that, etc. And then lastly, boy, I don't have enough time. <laughs> lastly, you need to develop a different plan of action, a different pathway. Well, maybe I've always done it this way. Maybe I've always thought this way. A different plan of action, a shift, a new paradigm. Break it down in small baby measurable steps so you can keep going, even though you might be in the middle uh, of a difficult time. And, you know, Peter Adams always says, you know, you don't ever see it coming. You know, you just have your head down and you're just doing the inner work. You're just believing you're taking those baby steps. You might cry when you go to bed. You might not know how the how is up to the universe. The how is up to God. God has a million ways to pull you through what you're going through right now. So you're going to develop a different plan of action and break it down into small, measurable baby steps. But keep moving.
And then lastly, remember that you're not alone. You're not separate from God. You know, Dr. Wayne Dyer used to say, the biggest lie is that we're separate from God. So if you're not separate from God, that means God is right there with you in the middle of your difficult times. Uh, Somebody said that God loves to be with you in the low places of your life. You know, we're so independent. We think we got it going on and try to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. But baby, some places in life you need to recognize and be aware that God is right there with you in what you might consider in the low places of your life. Why? Because you're not separate from God. So tap into that. Tap into, man, I don't know what's happening. I don't know why this is happening, but God is with me. And if you can remember that the that the infinite, all-knowing, all-wise God, spirit is on the inside of you who knows all things, who knows everybody, who can orchestrate miraculous things for you, who can download one idea, one new paradigm, one new perspective, one new way of just looking at something different that can radically change your life. Wow, this is so good. So these are some things that I believe that you can do. I want you to email me and let me know how these are working for you to keep you persistent and moving through really difficult times. You can do it. God is with you. I believe in you. Angels are with you. Invisible forces are there to encourage you and keep you moving forward. This is so good. I'm going to listen to it myself. (laughs) Well, everybody, uh, make sure you visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And I want you to share with at least five people about the Think, Believe and Manifest talk show. Make sure you go on YouTube uh, and that you subscribe to my channel and hit the notifications button so that every time I upload a video or an audio, you can watch or listen to it. Well, I'm excited about the miracles that are going to happen in your life. Listen to this over and over again. Take notes. And just expect for the miraculous to happen in your life. And uh, this too shall pass. You're going to make it through this. I love everybody. Have a great week. And uh, expect the unprecedented. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.